Hello, welcome back to Unknown and Talented. I'm your host, Jalon Abrams. So, have you ever tried to sell anything by starting a business or just something random around the house? Let's just say your shirt, for example, the shirt you have on right now. How much would you say that shirt is worth? I need you to think bigger. Think bigger. Let's let's go crazy. Let's say the shirt is worth a thousand dollars. All right, and now you're going out to try to sell it. So you go outside. You start approaching people to see if anybody's willing to buy your shirt. And of course, everybody's saying, oh, I'm not interested. No thanks. No thanks. But then you finally find someone that's interested in buying a shirt. But they're actually offering to pay you $5. And you're like, wait a minute. This shirt is worth $1,000. It's not worth $5. But then they start pointing out the flaws, you know, try to bring the price down. You know, uh, the stitching on it's a little off. The shirt looking like it's kind of fading a little bit, you know. Uh, And I don't really like the design. And then you actually start to believe them. So now this shirt that was once worth $1,000 is now worth $5. All because of someone else's opinion. And this happens in your life as well. You have a certain value for yourself and you let someone else's opinion decrease that value. And this is where insecurities are born. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about insecurities. And I feel like there are three places where insecurities come. So make sure you watch out for these three things because we're not trying to live with insecurities. We're trying to chase our dreams. We're trying to, you know, get to the next level and you can't get to the next level by having insecurities. The first place insecurities come from are just personal experience. I know we've all tried to date. We've all tried to approach that pretty girl. We all tried to approach that handsome guy and it didn't work out for you. And now you feel like, man, what's wrong with me? There's got to be something wrong with me. And we've, we've all experienced that. I, I remember it clearly. I was in college and in college, we out here, we party. We out here partying. We going to the clubs. We got the house parties. And this is at a time where you can actually dance. People are actually going to places to dance. So it wasn't like you had to know the person. Like you literally see a woman dancing and you get behind her and she, y'all are dancing. And it's like, you know, that's what we did. Now it's a little different. They got creeps and stuff out here. I understand. But that time when you can just dance and have a good time with somebody you never knew, classic i mean it was classic so if you missed that that chance i'm sorry you just missed it um but i remember going to college and having that experience dance with anybody but when i came back home i was like yo my friends are not in college let's go out let's have let's have fun y'all don't get to experience what i get experience basically every weekend let's go out and have fun so i remember we went to this place and um you know it's a little it's a club it wasn't as packed as it usually is because I went to A&T. That's a, technically a party school, but this place wasn't as packed. So it wouldn't have a lot of, lot of women in there. The floor was mainly empty. So, you know, they had about what, six or seven. Like I said, it was, it was basically empty in there. So I saw this beautiful woman and I said, you know what? I'm going to try to dance with her. You know, the music's playing. She out here doing her little two-step whatever. I'm about to go over there and start dancing. And I remember I went over there, you know, told my, all my guys, yo, I'm about to go over there. Went over there to try to dance with her. She looked back like, oh my gosh, like, what, what are you, what are you doing? And I was just so embarrassed. I'm just, oh my gosh, like, 
what's <laughs> what's wrong with me? Well, I'm not. Do I, do I not look good? Is you know my breath stink? Like what what's going on? So like that was a perfect example where like you get rejected. You're blaming yourself. You're looking at some, what's wrong with you. You're not looking at what the other person's thinking. The other person might be thinking, I don't dance with strangers. You know, I'm I'm used to being in college, dancing with whatever. Like, that's what we did. This is a whole nother city. That might not be the vibe of that city. They might not say, I'm not dancing with some random person, but I didn't look at that. I look at it as like, yo, something's wrong with me. The reason why she didn't dance with me is because something's wrong with me. And y'all got, y'all got to stop thinking like that. Just because somebody rejects you, it can be something that, you know, is wrong with them. They might be insecure about the way they dance. They might be insecure about the way they look. And they're like, I don't really want to, you know, do anything with somebody right now. So don't look at it always as something's wrong with you when somebody rejects you. Just look at it as like them. Oh, they missed out. Or, you know, something else is, they have insecure about something else that you don't even know about. They might, they might have not brushed their teeth. They might have, you know, something's wrong with them that is not wrong with you. So don't always point the finger at you, especially when you get rejected. Another thing you could be insecure about, you might be insecure about your weight. A lot of people insecure, they might be too big or too skinny. All I got to say is if you grew up in a Caribbean household, that's definitely not one of your insecurities because they're going to point it out. Like they're going to point it out. I just remember every time going to like my aunt's house um, and or just like going to a party where a bunch of my family is going to be there, you know, they see... They see a woman, oh my gosh, you got fat. You got fat. Why you why you got fat? Or like something else on the other side is like, oh, you're so skinny. You don't you don't go, go eat. You gotta eat some food. Here's some food. You're so skinny. So it's always the you so fat. <laughs> and they say like, you so fat. And or you're so skinny. Why don't you eat? So it's like, it don't matter if you have an insecurity or not, they point it out. And you're gonna have to get over it because every time you see them, you better get ready for that conversation. You're so fat. Why why you got so fat? <laughs> and then that, that's what happened but if you are insecure about that it's like yo get over it because some, at one point somebody can look at you as like yo you're so too, you're too fat another side somebody can look at you like you're so skinny and like who who's what's wrong with either one of these things you know so it's like don't let anybody's opinion make you look or feel down about yourself i've been skinny basically all my life yes i've i've felt bad about being skinny but you know, anybody's opinion, somebody's opinion say, hey, you just right. You know, I wish you had more muscle. I remember one time some girl said she don't like some, she don't like guys with locks. And I'm just like, I'm not cutting my hair for you. <laughs> you know, so you don't like guys with locks. Okay. So you get it rejected by this person. Don't still like some guys with locks. Some girl said, I don't like skinny guys. Okay. You don't like skinny guys. There's going to be somebody that, that likes a skinny guy. So it doesn't matter what anybody says, the fat, skinny, locks, no locks, perm, um, um, whatever hairstyles you could think of, don't let someone else's opinion affect you. There's going to be someone out there that thinks you being fat is perfect. You being skinny is perfect. They love your locks. They love your short hair. They love your brown, blonde, whatever you have. Somebody's going to love it. Don't let someone else's opinion change you or make you feel insecure about yourself. The second way insecurities are created are by comparison. Comparison is the thief of joy. Never look at someone else's life and say, I want that life. You don't know what they're dealing with. I know for me, I have both my parents, which I love. I will never trade that for anything in the world. So I don't care what these people's lives are. If they don't have both of their parents, I don't want their life. I have 
three beautiful sisters. I wouldn't trade them for anything else. If someone else ha doesn't have a life with their parents, their sisters, their cousins, their, you know, if they don't have that kind of relationship that I have with my family, I don't want that life. I don't care how much money they have. I don't care. I don't care what they have. I know I love my family and I would not trade my family for anything in the world. So you can never look at someone else and think their life is perfect. They might have a terrible relationship with their parents. They might have a terrible relationship with their siblings. They might, you know, not go to church. They, they might they might do things in their life that you don't agree with, but only thing you see is the, the pretty stuff. Only thing you see is them posting on Instagram. All you see is them um, showing the cars, the Lamborghinis, them going to all these different places around the world. You think, oh my gosh, that's the life I want. That's not the life I want. The life you want is the life you have. That's the best life in the world is your life. You might not be in the best situation. You might be in a negative mood at, at a certain period of time, but the best life to have is the life you had. God gave you your life. Any bad situations you got to deal with, he gave you the strength to go through those battles don't look at nobody else's life. You don't, you, don't, you don't want their life. You want your life. Improve your life. Don't look at no one else. The third way insecurities are created are just having lack of confidence of, you know, you've already dealt with all that rejection. You already dealt with all that comparison and you just thinking you're just not good enough and you have to, you have to get over that. What kind of self-talk are you having with yourself that makes you feel like you're not good enough? To make you feel like you don't deserve anything you could possibly think of. Because if you don't deserve it, then who? Nobody. You deserve anything you can possibly think of. All the dreams and desires you have in your heart, they're yours. They're yours to take. And now's your time to take them. You can't have that self-doubt and self-pity. That doesn't make no sense. And the way to get over that is putting that work in. If y'all are not familiar with my gym story, I used to be pretty skinny, basically skin and bones. Every time I'm going to, you know, my family members in New York, oh my gosh, you're so skinny, bird chest, you know, all, all, all these things where it can make you, like I said, insecure. So I wanted to change that. I was, I didn't want to feel that way. I didn't, I didn't have the confidence that I have now. I probably wouldn't even have a podcast if I was still skinny, because I, I lack confidence at that point. So you have to you have to work on things to actually build that confidence up. It's stuff you have to do in your life to build it up. And one thing I decided to do was to get in the gym. You know, anytime you're skinny, I'm not going to be fat. So I said, you know what, let me get working out, get some muscles, get some weight on myself so I can feel better about myself. And I remember even starting off my, my fitness journey, I used to go to the gym super early, super early in the morning. And the reason why I did that is because I knew it was empty in there. I knew nobody was going to be in the gym. I didn't want anybody to see me. I didn't want anybody to see me working out and I'm only pushing up the bar. That's it. That's the only thing I could, that's the only way I could push up. I wasn't strong enough to add weight on that thing. I remember they had like the leg press machine where, um, you know, you, you put the weights on the side and you push it up and I took all the weights off and I was trying to push it. And I'm like, why is this thing not moving? I asked some guys like, yo, how do you, how do you even use this thing? And then he just said, oh, you know, sit on there and push it. I didn't realize that it was so heavy for me that I couldn't push it with no weight on there. I said, oh my gosh, this is, this is kind of embarrassing, you know? But the, the more and more I went to the gym, I realized that nobody cared. Nobody cared that I was just pushing a bar. Nobody cared that I couldn't barely push the leg press machine. Everybody's worried about themselves. 
Everybody's dealing with their own insecurities or their own stuff they have to deal with. They're not worried about what I got going on. So you're so insecure that people are looking at you. People are thinking, what are you doing? And everybody's in their own head. Like I said, insecurities, everybody has insecurities. But you have to realize everybody's so worried about the insecurities, nobody cares about yours. So every day you wake up, you have to change that, that, that mindset of, you know, I'm not good enough. You want to start with, you know, a positive affirmations. Positive affirmations seem like they're so cliche. I don't really want to say stuff like that. But you have to say that. You have to say it and say it like it's actually present in your life today. So say it with me. I am enough. Yeah, I need to actually say it. This is not, I'm not talking to myself. We need to actually say it. So we're going to start with, I am enough. And then you're going to reply, I am enough. And we're going to go like that. All right. Because a lot of times y'all be listening to this stuff and y'all don't want to really do it. I don't care if 10 people are in your car with you. You're listening to this because you're insecure or you have an insecurity that we need to get over. And one of that insecurities might be lacking confidence. And the only way to get over that is to take action. The same way you have the action of being scared and not doing something. Actually, the same way you have the inaction to not do something because you're afraid, you have to take the action to get out of that. The only way to, to get away from that lack of confidence is to do something confidently. So say it. If two people are listening to you right now, listening to this, say it because we don't care. We don't care what they think and they don't care what, what we got going on because they're insecure anyway, right? All right. So say it with me. I am enough. I am blessed. I am loved. I am successful. I am... Figure out what else you want to say. I don't know. That's all I can think of right now. <laughs> but but, but you, that's what you want to say. And you say that every single morning. Stare yourself in the mirror and say that because we're going to start believing it. We're not going to say, I will be blessed. I will be loved. We don't want to say, we want to say, I am because that's what you currently am. You am black. Well, you are blessed. <laughs> You know, you, you know what I'm saying. So we want to say it in the present tense. And you don't have to use those. If if those those you don't want to use, find some different ones. But make sure you say them every single morning when you look in the mirror. And that's going to change. You, you got to change your mindset and we have to just change it by taking action. So once we get over those three things and now we're starting to take action, we're going to have to embrace failure. Embrace that every time you try something, it's not going to always work out the way you want it. So you're going to have to get used to failure, get used to things not turning out the way you want to. Because you're taking action, you're actually moving forward. You're not just not taking action. When you're not taking action, you already know it's not going to happen the way you want it to because you're too scared to do it. When you actually take action and actually try to change your life, it still might not work out. But you got to realize you're going to keep going. My dad, he was a door-to-door salesman. He pretty much went to people's house, knocking the door, trying to sell them. You know how many times people slammed the door in his face? Oh, no, I'm not interested. Slammed the door in his face. But guess what? He got to do it again. I remember he used to tell me stories about I'm in the car with him. So he's going to these houses. I'm sitting in the car with him. He's having the door slammed in his face, door slammed in his face. He has to come back to the car and see me. And what am I doing? I, I was a positive little kid back then. I'm like, did you get in? Did you get in? Did you get in? Oh, no, I didn't get in this one. Oh, okay. Well, we're going to do another one. And then we, we're going to do another one. And then when he finally get in, oh, good job. Good job. So my dad, he couldn't go into these houses and not accomplish the goal of making the sale and then having to come back to me and say, man, this ain't our day. 
He had to keep trying because he had me in the car. Whatever dream you're chasing, you can't let a closed door stop you from knocking the next one. You never know what's behind that next door. That next door can change your entire life. But if you stop knocking, you'll never know. You can't have the thought of quitting or not thinking you're good enough. That's not going to get you to that next door. Who cares? Keep on knocking. Keep on knocking. Just like I said, just like my dad did. He had to keep on knocking. The only way he'll get that sale is by keep on knocking. And then if, if that doesn't work, try something else. But you're not going to be able to achieve anything by quitting or thinking you're not good enough. The insecurity you have does not matter. And then the last thing you're going to have to do to get over these insecurities is surround yourself with people that are going to feed into the positivity. I love my family. I love my Caribbean family. But you can't have that kind of energy in your circle. You can't have the, oh, you're so fat. Oh, you're so skinny. You, you, can't, you can't have that kind of energy in your circle because we, we want to we improve. We want to chase our dreams. So you got to make sure the people that are in your life, they're not out here reminding you of, I'm so fat, I'm so skinny, or I'm not good enough. Have the people that are, are playing into all your strengths. You are good enough. You are loved. You are blessed. Those are the kind of people you want to have in your circle because that's the only way you're going to get to the next level. You want to find people that are doing the same thing you're doing. They're out here not lacking confidence. They're out here saying positive affirmations because they're going after their goals. Now you can be inspired by them and also do the same thing and do it together. That's the way you're going to get over the insecurities because we're not even thinking about the insecurities anymore. We're just pushing. We're just pushing. We're just pushing and just doing it. Like I said, my dad, he was a door-to-door salesman, so he had to stay positive. That's where I could get my positivity from, the, the talking. Like, you don't realize, when I talk to my dad, I'm talking to my dad for a good 30 minutes, 45, sometimes even an hour, every time I call him. Every time I call him, I know it's a long conversation, but what is he doing? He's feeding me positivity every single time. It's never negativity, because if I'm talking, you can't talk to somebody for, uh, for over 30 minutes and it's all negativity. It's all positive. It's all, I love what you're doing. Try this, try that, try that. That's the kind of people you want in your life, the people that's going to push you to help you get past those insecurities. We're not even thinking about your weaknesses. We're not even thinking about none of that. We're thinking about positivity, and that's what you need in your life. Because insecurities are honestly not even, insecurities are not even real. Insecurities are not real. They're imaginary. If a child were to tell you there were monsters under my bed, what would you do? You'll probably get a flashlight, go under the bed, show them, there's nothing down here. There's nothing to be afraid of. Like, right, how silly is that, like, to think there's a monster under your bed? Crazy, right? So why are the insecurities you had as a child still present in your life today? Are there monsters under your bed? Are you afraid of that boogeyman in the closet? It's time to grow up. It's time to get past these insecurities. They're not real. You're an adult. We're not kids anymore. Get over that insecurity. It's okay. It's okay to have that, to be, to have that in the past. But like I said, we're adults. That's all I got for you today, guys. Hopefully y'all are able to take that message and get over the insecurities. Because like I said, they're not real. There's no monster under my bed. There's no boogeyman in my closet. And the insecurities I have, I'm not worried about them. Because honestly, nobody else is worried about them. So use those tools. 
get over those insecurities, chase those goals, because insecurities are just holding you back. They're holding you back from being great, from checking off all your things on your to-do list. So just get over them. Like I said, it's not not real at all. But hopefully y'all enjoyed that conversation. It was, you know, pretty different, pretty different. Um, but just make sure y'all remember to like, comment, share, subscribe, um, rate the podcast. And when you make sure you do, when you do, when you do tell your friends about this podcast, make sure you don't tell them my friend. If like we know each other personally, don't tell us, oh, my friend Jalon got a podcast. Say this podcast I listen to is really good. Cause you gotta realize when you say my friend got something, you're like, oh, it seems like it's a low quality thing, right? But if you tell somebody, oh, this podcast I listen to is really cool. Now I was like, oh, let me check that podcast out. Instead of saying, oh, my friend. Because my friend, for some reason, when somebody says my friend, I think something that's on a budget, right? <laughs> you think, it's, oh, that's, a, that's on a budget. This is not on a budget. I got this mic. I got the lights. I got the camera. So make sure y'all tell y'all y'all people about it. And don't say it's your friend. Don't even say my name. Say, oh, it's cool, cool podcast called Unknown and Talented. Yeah, make sure, make sure you do it that way, all right? But <laughs> that's all I got for y'all today. Um, hopefully y'all enjoyed it. Um, like I said, yeah, I said everything I want to say. I'm, I'm out of breath. But y'all enjoyed. I appreciate y'all even getting this far. So have a good weekend. You know, see y'all next week. Unknown and talent. Oh, I got, a, I got an outro, right? Well, again, my name, <laughs> again, my name is Jalon Abrams. Unknown and talented. We'll see you next week.